My guest this morning is Ade Yinka Adegoke. And he says folks call him Yinka. So I'm going to, whichever one he wants to be called, that's what I will call him throughout the hour. But it is Ade Yinka Adegoke. And he is the founder of, and this is how we met. And I'll tell the funny story after I finish introducing him. He's the founder of the Melanin app, M-E-L-A-N-I-N-A-P-P, and it's an app. Ade Yenka Goke is an engineer, certified scrum master, and accomplished business analyst. He earned a double master's in chemical engineering from the University of Rhode Island and a master's in petroleum technology from the University of Tisside in Middlesbrough, UK, United Kingdom. Aregoke completed his bachelor's degree from Ladoke Akentola University in Nigeria. Welcome to the Reading Circle Microphones, and I am excited. Welcome Ade Yenka, or as he says, Yenka, Aregoke. Yenka, good morning. Good morning, Mark Medley. How are you, sir? I am, like I, you just heard me say, in terms of sitting on pins and needles until my guests call in, now that you've called in and I can hear your voice and we've connected, I am thrilled. Now I'm, uh, I'm excited, too. Good. I'm glad to hear that. And like I said, we're going to have a good conversation with this. going to cover a lot of ground. And listening audience, like I said, this is another one, just like we've had inspirational interviews before. This is going to be another one. I can tell you that right now. First off, just looking at Yinka's bio all right he's an engineer a scrum master and a business analyst he has a master's or a double master's in chemical engineering from the university of rhode island he has a master's in petroleum technology from the university of Tisside in middlesbrough united kingdom and he completed his bachelor's from ladoke Akintola University in Nigeria. Now, I'm an educator. Um, Yinka, whenever I'm not doing radio, I'm a school principal. So this is why it's another reason why this is so important for me, because education is my passion. And the fact that I see you have this much education and you're doing what you're doing and you are a melanin person is going to make the conversation that much richer and that much greater. So listening audience, I promised you that I would tell you the funny story. And I'm sure Yinka is going to relate to it because he knows the funny story of how we met. I was going through my social media as I usually do. And if I'm not mistaken, I saw the promo for Melanin app pop up on Instagram. So I'm going through yeah, Instagram. It, it's the it's the, it's Melanin people have because um, people have been going on, on the Google Play Store. Right. And downloading some other app. Because right. They, they're not getting the name right. That, right, it's oh. Melanin People App. It's all together. He's absolutely right. Even when you look it up on the web, that's what you have to put. You have to put Melanin People App, APP. You got to put it behind it. So I'm looking through Instagram and I see his promo come up. Melanin, you know, it's an app created for people of color, so forth. And so I said, oh, that looks interesting. I'm going to download it. So lo and behold, I downloaded it on my phone. And I'm trying to upload, I'm trying to get all the information in and it keeps freezing. At least I thought it was freezing. This is the thing. This is where the funny story comes in. I thought it was freezing. And so it wouldn't let me in. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. And finally, you know what? I got frustrated and I went on Apple and put a negative review. So Yinka immediately contacted me and said, what do you mean the app is not working? It's working great. 
And I said, no, it's not. It's not working great. I can't get in. I can't get past the privacy tab. So we're going back and forth, back and He's like, would you please take that off? I'm like, no, I'm not taking it off until it works. So lo and behold, as it turns out, this is what happened. I finally figured out because I have two iPhones. I have my personal iPhone and I have my business iPhone. On the business iPhone, I was able to go past all the tabs, input everything, and I couldn't figure out why. And then Yinka, I finally figured it out. On my personal phone, I have the fonts and everything enlarged. I went in, I, in the settings, everything is enlarged because you know we want to be able to see. And because it was enlarged, that's why it wasn't allowing uh, the thing to scroll. Because on the business phone, everything was on small size, it scrolled perfect. On my personal phone where I had everything enlarged, it would only go so far and then it would stop. So once I got in and got on it, it was great. I went back, changed, uh, took out my negative. Matter of fact, I need to go back and put on a positive one now. I took out my <laughs> negative one off of the, off of the uh, Apple and I've been using it ever since and I've been posting on there. And then as it turns out, you know, Adi Yank and I started, Yank and I started going back and forth within the app. And I'm like, wow, this is cool. I'm actually talking to the founder of the app. And so we're going back and forth. And, you know, he says, you have a radio show. I'm like, yeah. And I said, you know, what? how would you like to come on it? So he's like, great, we'll do it. Now, this is what happened. I had another guest schedule for this morning. She backed out. So as God would have it again, you know, it was an opening. So I hit Yanka up and said, Yanka, guess what? This Saturday is open because the guest canceled out. Would you like it? It's last minute, I know. But if you want it, it's yours. Sure enough, he says, yes, I can do that. Now, mind you, he's calling out of Houston. It's an hour behind. All right. But he's willing to do it. And so, folks, we want to be very clear. It is Melanin People app. And we're going to talk a lot about it throughout the time. But there's a couple of things, Jinka, I was saying before you came on, because I knew you were coming from Nigeria. I've done a lot of work in terms of my ancestry. Uh, I've gone through two of the companies. One is Ancestry.com and the other one is African Ancestry. I've gone through both of them. And my ancestry on my father's side is Guinea-Bissau. On my mother's side is Cameroon. But also, I have a lot of Nigeria mixed in me as well. I mean, as a hybrid, it's like 35% if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, like 35% Nigerian. So wow. I am thrilled to actually have an opportunity to talk to somebody from Africa and particularly from Nigeria. And it's my pleasure to. To go through all these different schools and, and, and everything. So let's talk a little bit about first off, because that's why I asked you the question before we came on the air. You know, were you born here or were you born there? And you said, no, I was born there. And then so I thought, well, did you come here as a little boy? You like, no, you came here as a dog. Talk to us a little bit, because, you know, there are so many misperceptions, even in 2021, of what Africa is like. So could you share just a little bit about, you know, a lot of the perceptions and stereotypes of Africa being backwards and jungle and yada? That's just not true. No, 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 that's that's not true at all. So I'm I'm from Nigeria um, and in West Africa, and I, I haven't been to any other African country except Nigeria. Um, and which is really bad, you know. And I'm trying to correct that very soon. As soon as the, the pandemic is over, I'll I'll try to go to different places. I try to go to Ghana. I try to go to um, South Africa. I try to go to Kenya, Zimbabwe. Try to go to Eritrea. Um, there's there's a lot of place in Africa, man. And we don't live in 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 huts. We don't live on trees. 
We don't run around being naked. Um, I mean, if you get to Lagos, Nigeria, you'll see um, the best of the best buildings in the world. There is no car. I mean, there's no there's no car that you can find in Nigeria. You know, and, Lamborghinis, right? The, the Cadillacs, the 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 G wagons, everything is there. And, um, and, and we don't build. With, we don't build. You know the fun thing. We don't build with with um. We don't build with wood. Right. We build with blocks. Wow. <laughs> we build real, real <laughs> homes. You know. And as and and the thing is, you know, poverty is everywhere. Right. Poverty is here in the United States. I was I was looking at um, watching a video last night. It says fifty percent of the of the homeless people in America live in in in, in L.A. Right. Wow. Right. The That's poverty, right. The poverty is immense in in the United States of America too. So if we if we want to go around, there's somewhere in in Houston where I was driving around. And I saw a bunch of people under a bridge. That's where they leave. Right. Homeless people, really poor people. It's the same. It's the same as as in Africa. I mean, the problem in Africa is bad leadership, which which also makes it really um, bad. You know, right. it, it makes that worse. But we we are we are excellent people. We are rich people, and education is is very very important from where i come from everybody has a master's degree i mean right now if you even have a master's degree it's it's nothing i mean <laughs> so yeah you, you gotta have that master's degree in in the united states in houston um the top black people in houston texas uh are from nigeria um so and you see the surgeons you see the doctors like my wife is a doctor of, of nurse um, anesthesiology um, so, I mean, and, and I have friends that are directors of IT in Maryland and Washington D.C. You know, I have my, my I have friends that are like um, Scrum Masters. I'm also a certified Scrum Master. Um, you know, so so it's it, it's we 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 love education, and there is nothing you see here in the United States of America that's not in in Africa. Trust me. So you, people need to go back home. You need to go to to Ghana. You need to come to Nigeria. You need to visit South Africa. You need to go to Kenya. You need to you need to go see the world. Absolutely. Now, see, this is the thing. And folks, as I said, one of the objectives of this show is to educate. And folks need to understand because our prior president didn't even notice. Africa is a continent, and each one of these areas that like Adianka was just talking about is a country within the continent. So when you start talking, yeah, we, we have the West Africa, right? You have the South Africa, you have the North Africa, you have the East Africa. That is correct. You have, you have Tunisia, you have Algeria, you have those people that live closer to um, places like Spain. They look, they, they look white. You know, those people that live in Algeria, Tunisia. Um, some live very close to the to the desert. Right, like Libya, they're also Africans, you know. And uh, absolutely. <laughs> that, no, absolutely. Because see, again, yeah. folks. First off, there's like again the misperception and the miseducation. They think 
the entire continent of Africa is a country. They think Africa is a country. Africa is a continent. And each of the areas within it are countries. Egypt is a country. Nigeria is a country. South Africa is a country. So when you start, you know, yeah, again, and you know that the population of Africa, which is a continent, is almost 1.3 billion. Right? Correct. And that's excluding the, the, the African diaspora, right? Right. Uh, black Americans are almost one with me. Um, now, I think black Americans in the U.S. are to be close to 45 to 46 million people. Right. So that's what I mean. That's see, that's why I'm trying to clear right in the beginning of this interview for those who are listening. That's why I'm trying to clear some things. And, up and right the largest now. city, the largest city in Africa is in Lagos. Lagos. OK, so there you go. The <laughs> largest cities. If, if I was in school, I would be testing my students on what you just said. I said, now, what what did he just say? Was the matter of fact, when I get back on Monday, I might throw that question at them. What's the largest city in the continent of Africa? So the largest city is Lagos. Yeah. All right. So again, as I was saying, I'm trying to clear some things up from an education perspective for those of you listening and who will listen on YouTube right off the bat. Because, see, again, one of the things that annoys me as I'm working my way up to why Yinka even founded his app is that people have so many misperceptions about people who have skin color who look like me and Yinka. All right. So that's why we're trying to clear some things up in terms of from an education perspective. Africa as a continent is not backwards. Africa as a continent is not one of those S-hole countries as our former uh, leader called it. Um, and so folks need to understand that. And that's why I'm so glad to have somebody who actually is from there on the show. One of the questions I have, Yinka, is from the standpoint of, of Africans in Africa, who are black, just like me and you, how do they perceive those of us who are black and in America? Those of us who are considered, quote unquote, African-Americans here in the United States, how do folks, and I know you can't speak for all of them, but in general, what is the perception of black people in the United States from people over in Africa? I mean, pe pe I mean people in Nigeria, I mean, they love black Americans. Well, I'll tell you what, if I'm hosting a, a Melanin People Conference in Lagos right now, and I'm bringing um, um, uh, African-American speakers, mm -hmm. you, you, could, you should be sure, and, uh, or you could be sure that the place is going to be jam-packed, right? Because we watch Hollywood, right? We watch all the music before I came to America. I knew about Mary J. Blige. We danced um, um, P. Diddy. We danced to um, MC Hammer, right? We danced to Michael Jackson. We listened to all the songs that you listen right here. They know what's going on with, with Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, and I know right now, because I still listen to the Nigerian radios. And I'm wondering what's wrong with these people. How they know stuff that I don't even know, right? <laughs> So yeah, I, I tell you, I tell you, you can go on 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 the tuning radio and look for a Nigerian radio station, especially during the weekend weekends like this. You right. you hear them talking about the United States and the black culture, the e pop, the TMZs, and all those stuff. And you'll be wondering: Are you listening to an American radio station? Or are you listening to Africa? 
because they're all in crazy about America. They're crazy about black Americans. It's a misconception. And if you go to Nigeria right now and you tell them, oh, I'm from, I'm from, you know, um, Houston, Texas, I'm from Chicago, Atlanta, right? They'll be excited, you know. So the, there is no misconception. The thing is understanding each other's culture. Right. And understanding um, our behavior, you know, is very important. And the platform like Melanin People helps us to understand our cultures, you know, better. Absolutely. Because of the misconception of the media in terms of how they showcase right. black America. Right. When I started Melanin People and I started looking for people to interview because we have, I started off as a magazine two years ago. Right. Um, when I started looking for black Americans to interview, I didn't know how super talented professionally, I'm not talking about the entertainment industry, how super talented professionally black America is until I started doing those interviews. And I started seeing how black Americans brand themselves, the website looks like, how they dress up, you know, how everything is on point. And I started having a different perception. Right. The, the, diff, the perception of the media is showing, you know, the wood. It's showing people who don't speak, like, you know, the kind of English that we speak, right? That we right. Speak right now. I mean, we can speak all the kind of English, too, right? But that's, the, that's what the, the media is showing. But when you meet the real black America, you, you'll be surprised. That's not a culture. I mean, that's not the, the prevailing culture. Okay, and that's that changing your perception. When you start meeting people with doctorate degree, people who are broadcast journalists, people who are in the entertainment industry and doing things in a very professional manner, and you start you start understanding, you start thinking that what wh- where did things go wrong, right? Why wh- why did I why did we started thinking in, in the opposite direction? So one of the issues that we have as black people. Is the issue of trust, and the right. media has also um, contributed to that immensely in a negative manner, and that's what we are about to change. That's what we're about to change, and we're about to educate the world about what black is. We're about to educate the world about what brown is. We're about to educate the world about what minority is. That we are not just, you know, people that you can sideline. And we are much more than what the media projects out there. Yeah, because right now, if you if we if we if we have I tell you what, one point three billion people in Africa, that's a lot of people. Yes it is. And so let's even say it's four hundred million adults there. And you have hundred million people signed up on the app. And you start seeing people from different countries, you start learning these cultures, you start doing businesses beyond borders. That's immense. Absolutely. That's immense. And that's the goal of the Melanin People Lab. And that's why we created the app. And we want to see you know, how far we can go with that. Well, just sitting here listening to what you were just because I was listening as you were talking and I'm sitting at almost like mouth dropped open because you're absolutely right in terms of the game that's being played on folks. Because on the one hand, you have black people here 
in the U.S. not quite sure of how we're viewed by uh, black people or Africans in Africa. And then on the other hand, you have the portrayal or the stereotype of anytime you hear Africa that is backwards or it's jungle. or is it, So the game is being played both ways when the reality is not either. Because you're, no, ab- you're, you're absolutely right in terms of the prevailing community is not what's always shown. What's shown is the hood. What's shown is the negativity, the prison, the violence and all that. And then, as you said, as you come to the country and, and begin to see it, it's like, well, that's not what we were shown. And the same thing happens here in terms of when we go to Africa, we now say, well, that's not what we were shown. Yeah, but you know what? You know what? The incarceration of black men in America is 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 not is nothing to to call home about, right? So that's another that's another perception. Like when you see that on the news, and you go on YouTube, it's all there on YouTube, right? It's the media, and you, you you can see that the TV station that recorded that did that documentary and you know you can see all that you can see their logo on the, on the, on the videos but what what am i saying in in essence is this is the perception of the media sometimes i mean yeah there's a lot of black people black men in prison fine however what's the cost not all of them in prison deserve to be in a prison right correct now. so and they have kids they have nephews they have nieces they have all these people wouldn't have a father figure or mentor at home. Now, that's where we also come in. And it has to be a collective effort. Right? And the problem that we have is socioeconomic based. Absolutely. So, we have to have a strategy. You know, we have we have to have a strategy. It, it's about defending your, your people consciously. It's about defending your race consciously and we have to do this in a strategic manner in such a way that we are equipped to go into the inner cities and our communities to help our young people who are mentorless our young people who don't have leaders our young people who don't see their fathers or their uncles or their aunties to educate them to teach them and show them the principles of life in a in a in a in a better and a more positive way. That's the essence of all this thing we are trying to do on the melanin people. Because now if you are equipped with wealth, you can help your people better. Education like you like what you said when we when we started this, this chart is very important. Education is not is not is not going to college, you know, is is exposing the mind. Exactly. To what really matters. That's education. And that's what we need to start doing with our people. That's what we need to start doing with our community so that our young people can see. And that's why this Melanin People Hub is so important. Correct. Because we want to have a conglomeration of powerful black and brown people on that hub. So that when a young man and a young woman logs into that application, they can start seeing people that look like them that are doing better. And we want them to be motivated to do much more than that. We want them to be motivated to see your profile and to see the interviews that you've done. 
to see the places that you've been to, to see the work that you've done, and say, I want to be another Mark Medley. And you tell them you want to be another Mark Medley. I want you to be. A, I want you. I want you to be a, a double Mark Medley. Correct. I want you to aim for a double Mark Medley. <laughs> that's right. That's Medley. right. I you like know, that. That's what. That yeah. That's what we want them to see. So when they get on the platform and they see that oh this guy Yinka is this this oh I want to do this too. Right. And then I'm gonna say okay this is how you do it. These are the things to do. These are the things not to do. Okay. Yeah, so that's the goal. No, and see, for listening audience, and I know if you listen regularly, you know at the end of the interview, I always give the guest an opportunity to promote. But I'm going to promote this throughout the talk in terms of the website. The website is www.melaninpeople.com. It's M-E-L-A-N-I-N-P-E-O-P-L-E.com. www.melaninpeople.com. I'm encouraging you to download the app. Now, we don't get into cost, but the truth of the matter is to, to get into the app is free. All right. It's a free app and it's a platform where particularly as Yinka is saying, an opportunity for us as people of color. That's why it's called Melanin People. Now, that's not to say Caucasian people can't go on if they don't want to. They can. But the app is called yeah, I mean, Melanin we, People. We need, to talk, we need to talk about that, too. Right. Because we've been seeing different stuff on the internet and people say this app is racist. No. This app says black people live here. Right. Black people stay here. And it also says white people, green people, yellow people, red people are welcome to come and learn, to come and see the best of the best of black and brown people. Correct. To come and understand that the media and the stereotype is not what it is. Correct. That's what the app is saying. This app says we have businesses that you can support us and buy into. This app says we have professionals that you can also support that can come to your house that are really professional and well-educated. They can help with your plumbing. They can help with your air conditioning unit. They can help you to do any services in the world that you expect. That is what this app says. This app is like a store or a mall. The gates are open, the doors are open, the people are friendly, the people are ready to help, and the people are ready to sell. That's what the app says. The app is not saying race. The app is not saying you can't come in. The app is not saying you're not welcome. The app is saying this is our jurisdiction, this is our environment, this is our community, and we love you to come see what we got. Absolutely. And for, for everyone who is listening, and if you have a device, whether it's, you know, uh, the iPhone or the Samsung or whether it's iOS or whether it's, mm-hmm. um, I'll, I get them confused sometimes, which, regardless of which platform, <laughs> it works on both, whether it's iOS or whether it's, whether it's Google or Android, whether it's Android. Android, that's what I was looking for. Whether it's <laughs> iOS or Android, that's, thank you. That's the word I was looking for. It works both ways. So if you are listening and you have a device, please, I am encouraging you strongly. I can't force you to do it, but it is www.melaninpeople.com. If you go there, it'll give you everything. I mean, if you're on your device and go there, you can go to the app store and it's in there. Melanin People. And uh, it's a very distinct logo. It's the M and the P. I mean, you really, you, and, and like he says, folks are getting confused with, with other things. But this particular one, 
there's the letter M, the letter P. And, I, and I'm beginning to see people on Facebook and everywhere. They're asking, how can I invest in this app? And and that's, I don't know. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if there's a way to it, I mean, are you, lo- is it is it a public stock? Are you looking for investors or, on to, for the initiative? I mean, because if you are, yeah, we can talk about it as long as we don't get into dollar amounts and pricing and all that. But if you, if so, in terms so right, so right now, like, you know, there's, there's, um, we, we have black people, right? We, we, we have, um, our own challenges in terms of um, the tech industry. Right. Um, and uh, we we don't have the the, the support and I mean financial support like all the people have. And that's part of it. Right. And that's and they don't want to talk about that as segregation, right? But it it, it is what it Absolutely. is. Absolutely. We don't have the same opportunity. Absolutely. That white people have. Absolutely. And we just got to see the way it is. We don't have. So this app right now, um, it's designed. The website is there. We have a backhand structure. Everything is, is working fine, seamless, as you can see, because you use it every time. We try to build it to a world-class standard so that, you know, when you go on um, Instagram or TikTok or Facebook, and then you come on ours, you won't feel like, what is this? What does this have? I'm just going to uninstall it. So we've, we've tried as much as possible to bring it up to that level to meet up with a standard. But we're not there yet. But if you download it, you still see that it's a work in progress. But it's an excellent work that has been done. I'm proud of that. And I can say that everywhere because I've not raised a single dollar. And other apps that get to this um, stage in terms of development and customer acquisition would have raised over 12 million or 15 million dollars but we have not raised any so i'm thinking because this is for the people i i haven't made up my mind yet we might be doing an equity crowdfunding um which will allow as many people to have a piece of the cake in terms of you know shareholding um, so that that that's the that's the angle that I'm leaning towards, and but it's not finalized yet. But I would like to do that for the people, so that you know, if if we if we if we start um, seeing the the positive, um, just that's the positive part of it. Everyone can can enjoy. It. So that that's that's what I have to see regarding that for now. So I mean, we we'll. we'll open it up i'm gonna open it up for people to invest and i'll i'll look into it and see that you know our people and anyone who wants to invest gets in there first before we start going to the angel investors or venture capitalists well, you know what? I'm glad that you. I'm glad we brought that up because I'm beginning to see more and more of the equity of the crowdfunding. And so, if you're going to do that, that's great. That's fine. That's it's not like that's a stigma or something negative. That's something actually that's positive. And what you said earlier, I mean, we could talk all day on that. There's a couple of things going on. One, the opportunities, a lot of times, are not there. Secondly, now, you know the new you you know the new app. The, the new apps, um, Clubhouse. Like, yes, you're, you're I'm on, 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 on Clubhouse, right? It's a nice app. It's beautiful. It's excellent. Um, it, it has a black man icon on that app, which is strange, but right, <laughs> it's nice. right. <laughs> they've, they've, 
they've raised they've raised they've raised twelve million US dollars. Correct. And I'm on that half and I'm like, I can build this half with 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 I can build this up and I don't need twelve million dollars. Because I've built <laughs> melanin people as you can see. It's it has more functions, more futures, more we have a messaging, we have a marketplace, we have you can do likes, comment, shares, you can do external shares, internal shares, you can communicate in real time. We're building the business directory. We have business profiles and personal profiles. And I haven't raised a dime. I'm like, if I have $12 million, I would have right. raised all, all, all people. <laughs> and we would have been putting our, 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 our apps, this app right. on every billboard in every city in Africa. And right. I'll be on every single radio on the continent of Africa and every single black radio in America. Right. Every single black TV in America. With $12 million, I'll be everywhere on your street. Absolutely. So, so, <laughs> so I, mean, I mean, there are so many good points that Yenka is talking about, and it ties right into what we're always talking about here, too. Like, and so there's one thing, the opportunity not being it. The second thing is be prepared for the opportunity when it does come up. And Yeah, we, so we are 100% bootstrapped. Yes. Um, and yeah, under percent So I'm looking here. If you go to the website, this is the description a social business media platform connecting melon people from all over the world using short form videos, pictures, and messaging application. Our vision, just as you just heard Yinka say, our vision is to connect people of color from different parts of the world, share the culture, and increase our socioeconomic awareness. Join us and promote your personal or business brand on Melanin People. Now, see, again, in terms of, like you say, in terms of the support, one of the things now, and I, and I don't know if it's this way in Africa or not, because I am dying to go. And we were supposed to go, I was supposed to go to South Africa a couple of times. The trip got canceled due to the pandemic. One time it got canceled because we didn't get enough students and so forth and so on. But before it's all said and done, I'm getting to Africa. But here in the United States, a lot of times, you will get someone who has an effort like yours and then people who look like you won't support it. That's where we got to come. And this is a wonderful platform where, like he you said, see my, you see Master P going, going nuts and, and mad over uh, e ranting on, on social media. Yes. About, um, <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I and, saw and you too. know, you know, you know, something, something strange. I paid, um, a big, one of these big pages on Instagram, a black magazine. I'm not going to mention the name. Uh-huh. I paid them a couple thousand, like a, um, about a thousand dollars to advertise on your page. Right. And they were talking about Clubhouse yesterday. So uh, someone tapped me and I went there, played the video, and I was expecting them to say, okay. Um, they were talking about Master P and what he said, blah, blah, blah. And they said, I was expecting them to say, because I paid them, and I've been in contact with them. I've spoken to them severally, emailed them, paid the money, send them our files to advertise. I was expecting them to say, oh, by the way, there is an app that has been made already for black people, 100% black owned melanin people. This guy said nothing. They wasted 56 minutes promoting the other app. Right. That all that over four million people of their followers haven't heard before, doesn't know how it works, and they promoted that for free, and those people never paid them one dollar. Wow, that's where that right. 
we don't know what we're doing. Right. We and, really don't right. know what we're doing. And see, that's where, like you said it earlier, I mean, but and, and, and I won't go down that road because, again, we'll be here all day. But that's where privilege comes in. That's why there are some things that uh, are privy to one group that's not privy to another. And I'm putting it nicely mm-hmm. when I say, well, that's just a fact. That's just the reality. That's just the 100 people. But, but, but this is what I'm saying. It, it, doesn't mean that you, it doesn't mean that when we have the money or we have um, uh, uh, money stocked in our banks with millions of dollars, it doesn't mean you're not going to go to buy stuff at JCPenney or you're not going to go buy stuff at Arrows or you wouldn't go buy your, your Mercedes-Benz or BMW or Cadillac. It doesn't mean that. It means that you are consciously, consciously supporting Correct. people that look like you, who don't have the same opportunity, who don't have the same advantage. It means you're consciously supporting them. I'll tell you what, there's a woman on Melanin People. She downloaded the app. She, I didn't know her before. Well, she has a radio station, right? And she emailed me and said, can you send me your soundbite? I didn't even know what soundbite is. <laughs> I, I went on Facebook and Google and started looking for Google. I went on YouTube, started watching right. videos what soundbite. And I realized, oh, it's just like uh, an advert or something, a punchline. So I went to uh, um, the video that we use for advertising. I extracted the audio out. I sent it to her and she said, oh, this is perfect. She's been running that on the radio for free since last week. There you go. She went on Facebook. She did a competition and said, guys, download this app because it's a, it's the best app that you've seen by a black, um, um, you know, tech entrepreneur. And she wants you to go on it. Once you download it, once you create your account, send me the picture, and I'm going to put you in a raffle draw to win $20. I've, ne- I've never seen this woman before. I've never spoken to her before, but this is how you you support black-owned business. This Correct. How you do it? It's a conscious effort. And I was uh, yesterday. I had to send. The, I had to send that money because well, I listened to a radio station, and she she's still running that soundbite every single almost almost like ten times every hour. Wow! And see again, you keep, there's a key word you keep saying, and that's conscious effort. I was I was. There's a there's a, a one of my guys that I'm connected with on Twitter. He's a doctor, and you know our our views are kind of similar, but there there's some part where there's some disparity as well. So he's big on reparations, and so we keep debating back and forth on reparations. I don't have an issue with reparations per se if there's a plan, but just giving everybody a check just because you have dark skin, I'm not for that. And this is what I'm saying in terms of what you're saying, conscious. If there's a plan in terms of all right, we're going to buy and build and, and have industries. We're going to use the money for that. That's one thing. But if you're just going to get it and pour it back into the establishment, then it defeats the whole purpose. We must get to that mindset of supporting each other. The dollar in the black community circulates yeah. maybe one time. And, 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 when, and, when, and when we say support, and that's what I'm trying to, we need to educate more. Yes. When we say support, it doesn't mean that you're not going to go buy something at Kroger. Correct. It doesn't mean that you're not going to buy something. Give me a name, bro. Give me a name. It, it, it doesn't mean you won't go buy uh, Microsoft or buy Apple. Right. Or, or buy your new Apple phone. Apple. It doesn't mean that. 
It means when you have that opportunity and you see that this black woman has a fashion store or she has a own candle or scented candle line, it means and you're thinking about buying a candle. And there's nothing wrong with that candle. Just right. Because it's black hole. You right. It's going to be so par. You, no, no, no. It's not so par. You need to buy that. Correct. Buy that candle. And I want to tell the woman setting the scented mm. candle too to also mm. consciously have a return policy. You know, have a return policy. Right. So that when we buy that scented candle and it's not what we think. We can return it back without our cussing us out. Correct. <laughs> That's exactly right. So, so we can build, we can build the level of trust. That's the professionalism. So, That's exactly right. Yeah. And and, so and we need to do things correctly. <laughs> we need to do things in the right way. Yes. We should be able to return it. If it's not what we want, you should be, you should just know that we have to return this this thing. And please don't cuss us out. That's exactly because right. We have to leave reviews. We're going to leave reviews too. So when we leave you good reviews and you, you, you produce quality scented candles and people message me or melanin people and said, oh, I saw you left a review for Mark Medley's um, scented candles. Was it really good? And I say, yeah, it's excellent. And it's professional, comes in a, in a great wrap, comes in a great box. Um, it's not going to be broken before it gets to your house. And, um, you know. It has a QR code you can scan so he knows that you've received it. It has tracking. You can check online. Really professional. You should get the scent of can. It smells really fine. And it's beautiful. You know. And then other people will start buying into that. Because you've got to build that trust. Which That's is right. In our business community. That's absolutely right. Now, I'm going to shift gears a tiny bit. Because you are right on point. And folks, I'm telling you. Ade Yanka or Yinka is on top of his game because immediately he reached out to me whenever I put that negative commentary on Apple. And immediately, because he even whenever I was having the trouble on he said, send me a screenshot of what your phone is showing you. And he said, okay, well, do this. And I kept saying, well, my phone won't do that. And then whenever I switched over to the other phone that had the smaller font, it did it. But once I got on, absolutely loved it. And the fact that it is owned and created by someone who looks like me. This is why for all of you who are listening out there, and I really don't care you know, what race, background, color you are, I'm advising everybody to do it. But certainly, if you are black, if you are African American, I'm really encouraging you to do it because you would be supporting one of your own. That's the key to this thing. As we're heading into Black History Month, and I told you earlier, for me, all 12 months of Black History Month, but I know we're heading into February, but this is kicking me off. This is kicking our black history theme off for the next month of guests. And this this is God's timing. This is divine provocation that my guests canceled out this morning. I got a chance to get you and you were able to do it. Because yeah, so we need we need as much, as many people as yes. possible to sign up. We need black we need um, black bank businesses to sign up. We need black doctors to sign up. We need black dermatologists, black ophthalmologists. Black dentist, we need black anesthesiologist, we need black um, um, whatever, anything. We want everybody to sign up. Black engineers, you know, we want to be able to create this community. And we want to start writing stories and sharing positive stories about what we do, about, you know, 
our, our, our work, about our people, about our culture, about our music, if you're a DJ. And we want everyone to be right. able to find you and your business easily. Like this weekend, if I have a, a, a little party, let's, I mean, COVID is here, so we can have this. Right. Let's, let's assume there's no COVID. I should be able to look for DJ in Atlanta, DJ in Chicago, or DJ in my city in Atlanta. And I should be able to find like 20 of you and check out your reviews, right. contact you, and get one of you to come in and, and give me music, and I'll pay you. you right. Know, we want to make everything to be so seamless and so we can connect. Right now, a melanin people like I connected with you have already connected with this woman who owns that radio station. Right. Now, we're going to have radio stations in app. And the first radio station was that's going to be inside the melanin people have is this woman's radio station. Of course. That's exactly how it works. Of and, course. And I'm going to force everyone to listen to that radio station because if it's going to be the radio station there, I can live with there. They only want to be there for six months. So everyone's right. going to listen. And then... <laughs> No, but that, but but Yanka, that's that's exactly how it works, and that's how it's been working for the other groups yeah. in this country. And our because people, he's the one supporting us right now. Yes, he's gonna be on there on that half. You hungry guys will be forced to know that radio station. Oh, absolutely! Who advertise on that radio station? Right. Yeah. And so she's gonna make her money. Absolutely. It should be done. Then she can hire more people. Right. Now, this is what I was saying earlier when I said I was going to shift gears a little bit in terms of the educational piece, because you said earlier how like in Nigeria, education is like extremely important. And, and being a principal and constantly trying to hammer that message into my students heads in terms of the need for education. This is the experience I have had years ago before I was a principal. I was a teacher, of course. And I remember I had students who were born right here within the city of which I was teaching in. And uh, like we were like begging them to try to get there. And I had a little girl. She came over from I, I want to say she was she was Nigeria or one of the countries from over there as well. And I'll never forget her. Name. Her name was Hannah Obadiah. Hannah came to us in December. And Yinka, when I tell you between December and June, she surpassed the kids who had been there their entire life. And Hannah told oh, me she where, where was where was she from? I, I think she was from Nigeria. If it was, I know it was one of the countries over there. But I want to say it was Nigeria. I'm not sure if it was Nigeria, but I know it was from one of the countries in Africa. She had just transferred over from Africa to the United States, and she was in my eighth grade class. Her name was Hannah Obadiah, and she came in and she surpassed all of my kids who had been in the U.S. their entire lives. I got wow. her into a program up at one of the local high schools. As a matter of fact, the guidance counselor didn't want to do it. Going back to this racism thing again, the guidance counselor didn't want to do it. It always gave me all kinds of excuses. And I went up to the high school and talked to the principal. And the principal said, well, if she's good enough for you, and based on your word, she's in. Now, the little girl said she wanted to be a doctor. I started calling her Dr. Obadiah in eighth grade. And my guess is by now she's probably a doctor. I don't know where she is now, but my guess is she's probably a doctor. <laughs> but I'm saying all that to say that the education, and I'm looking at your bio, what is it that over in, in Africa that drives that importance for education? I'm looking at, like you just said, getting a master's over there, like that's expected. <laughs> that's no big deal. That's expected. And you're talking double master's here. Yeah, that, that that's expected. So uh, for us, education is important. Um, we we it, it's it's a beautiful place 
but you know we still have a home problems a home limitations we have bad leadership um our, our leaders are still some of them are still living in the 60s in the 70s in the 80s and the 90s they're not uh, compliant with the 20th century um they're um self-centered right you know and so the only thing that you can give to your kid or to your children is um, education. Wow. And our parents let us know that, that education is what you have and you can take it to anywhere and no one can take that away from Absolutely. you. Absolutely. So we also, because of, you know, the the way our parents were brought up, they weren't exposed to a lot of, you know, entertainment like you can be in the entertainment industry things are changing now because our generation are doing more music and right. dance and rap and acting and videos and all stuff like in america like everyone's on youtube doing their own blogs but when we were growing up there was nothing like that wow so the only thing you think about is i want to be an engineer i want to be a doctor i want to be an accountant I want to be a dentist. No one's saying I want to be a dancer. No one's saying I want to be a musician. No one's saying I want to be a football player. That's interesting. Player basketball. No one's saying that. That's Everybody interesting. Everybody wants to be a doctor, an engineer, an accountant, uh, a business administration, uh, administrator. That's what people are thinking about. So what I, what I, what I you, took from what you what just said... Is, yeah, when you see everyone doing that and doing that... You, right, you want to do that too. Right now, because when I'm t- th- let me tell you, why I, I'm sitting here like that's fascinating to me, because what I just heard you say was during the time you were coming up, kids would say, "I want to be an engineer." The way kids here say exactly what you just said, because that's what all my boys say. I have an all boys school, and all of them want to be an NFL football player. That I mean, whenever I, what do you want to be? I'm going to the NFL. I'm going to the NBA. And what you're saying, when you were coming through, I want to be an engineer. Wow, that's amazing. I want to be a doctor. I want to be an engineer. And folks, when I'm looking at his bio, if you, well, let me see. I don't know if his bio is on the website, but I know the bio is on the news stories. You're yeah, talking, because I'll tell you what, my friends, my friends that we were in Nigeria together, I, I know at least two of them that I can dial on the phone right now. They're directors of information technology uh-huh. in Maryland. Wow. Now, this is, what, this is the thing. If you look at, at Yanka's bio, this is not lightweight stuff. A double master's in chemical engineering and a master's in petroleum technology. <laughs> this is, yeah, not, this as is a, not... As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, when I came in here in 2010, because I went to the UK first and I had my master's, I went back to Nigeria and I tried to get a job. It wasn't working. You know, you got to know people to get a kind of job that was trying to get right. in the oil and gas industry. It's all corruption and all that stuff. Right. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm getting out of here. So what am I going to do? I don't have money. Right. My parents don't have money. And $40,000 to go to school in America. I go check the UK. 33,000 pounds. Right. Who's going to pay that kind of money? So I, I, I went out of the way I, I, my, my parents, they helped me and gave me um, money to buy the internet, you know, so I was, I had, I had the internet at home. Right. 
Um, and I had a computer that I was using in the UK when I was in my master's at Birdback. And uh, I started looking for universities. So I checked a website that listed all the universities in the world. So I started going through all these universities by country. Right. One after the other. I applied to different schools, printing that in Tobago, Jamaica. I applied to um, schools in Africa, South Africa. Uh, I applied to schools in Malaysia. I even applied to school in Iceland. <laughs> yeah, hey, I don't blame. You. Go ahead. <laughs> I, was try- I was trying to. I was trying to get out at home. Right. Cost. Like you know, my destiny, my vision, what I want to be, I'm gonna be. And I'm not going to let nobody or any country or any leader stop me from, you know, achieving my goal. Right. So when I was looking around, I found a school that says University of Rhode Island or Rhode Island University. And that school was in South Africa. But I forgot how to, to get to that school. So I just tapped in University of Rhode Island. And then this other university came and I was checking, I was applying and then I scroll down to the bottom of the page, and it says Rhode Island, USA. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm looking for Rhode Island in South Africa, not this one. So I went to the map, and I saw that I never heard about Rhode Island before. Right. And I saw that Rhode Island was the smallest state right here. Correct. In New York, Connecticut. I'm saying, okay, I'm going to try. So I <laughs> so that's cool. And they gave me an admission. For a doctorate in chemical engineering. Wow. Oh my and they God. gave me full scholarship. <laughs> wow, full scholarship, yeah, full, full scholarship, ride. Yeah, full wow. scholarship was thirty three thousand US dollars every year for three years. Wow. And they also gave me assistantship and I was getting paid around nine hundred dollars every two weeks. Um and so I flew to the US. And so they gave me um a, a research that I was gonna work on, which is um in biopharmaceuticals, but I was in chemical engineering. I was I already did my master's in oil and gas. I already worked at Exxon Mobil. I already worked at a refi- um, petrochemical plant. And so doing biopharmacy was not my thing. But I took the opportunity. I said, this is going to get me to the United States of America. Right. Let's go. Yeah, I'm going to... So the, 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 the professor sent me papers on drugs, on bioformulation i was looking at those papers i'm like what am i gonna do here man i'm not i don't understand this thing but i'm going anyways so. <laughs> <laughs> good for you oh my so god I this is a fascinating story i got on the plane and i went and i came and so i got there we were doing the pharma, biopharmaceuticals drug drug formulation you know polymer um beautiful stuff um, glass transition, thermodynamics, crazy stuff. Um, I was doing that. I mean, it was fun, but I'm like, okay, so, and I had to go do all my research at the Department of Pharmaceutical Sciences. Okay. So it wasn't making any sense to me. I'm like, okay, so when I'm done with this stuff that I'm doing, a doctorate in, what kind of jobs would I get? Right. I went on Google. And I started seeing I can get be a formulation scientist, blah, blah, blah. I'm looking at how much money they're going to pay me and how much money I should be getting as a chemical or petroleum engineer with a PhD. Right. 
it's not the same. I said, no way am I doing this for four years. No way am I doing this for four years and then someone's going to pay me $70,000 or $80,000. It's no way. I'm not doing that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not doing this. So I went to the to the, um, to the um, HOD, Dr. Brown. I said, Dr. Brown, if I get a master's degree in this program, will you, will you stop my funding? He said, no way. You you got your scholarship, so you want to do a master's, that's fine. You can just write your report. And that time, you get, you can go online and check it out. You see all my papers. I already written like three papers, and that's all I need to write to get a doctorate, right? I've done three papers. I've been to the American Institute of Chemical Engineers. Uh, you can see my posters online and all that stuff. I said, no, I'm getting this master's and I'm out. Um, so he said, that's fine. So I took the master's, and that's why you switched double master's. So it should have been a PhD, because I wanted to do a right. PhD in chemical engineering with specialization in, in environmental management, because that's going to work for the oil and gas industry. Wow. And and also that's going to work for any industry. Right. You know? But I couldn't get into, I couldn't get any of the professors to give me that research, so wow. I can work with them on that research. So that's why I have a double master's. So I got out of it. And that's the story about that. Well, I tell you what, and this is where I'm going to connect because we're coming in the next 10, 15 minutes or so to the end of the interview. But this is where I want to connect in terms of having that background and now deciding to put together Melanin People. So what now came to you to say, all right, I have my background in engineering and and my master's in petroleum technology, but I want to do an app. Where did now? How did t- tell us how? Like, where did that connection come in? No, so so 2012, I finished my master's at the University of Rhode Island. We got married. My wife lived in Maryland, so we I moved to Maryland, and uh, she wanted to start a, a master's degree, and so we figured out she could do a master's and a doctorate at the same time. Wow! And she could do that at the VCU. So we moved over to Virginia, and she went to the Virginia Commonwealth University. So that time we lived at Woodbridge, Virginia. And for us to do that master and doctorate together, we had to go to Richmond, Virginia. So we right. found a home in Midlothian, Virginia. So we moved down to Midlothian, and she was going to school in Richmond. And then I got it, and I didn't have a job, right? So that was the crazy part. I was working in a phone Right. In a phone center. Uh-huh. Pay me $7 an hour. Right. And um, I used to do, you're welcome to Comcast Online Sales. My name is Yinka. How can I help you today? You know. And this is with all these degrees. Yep. Why, yes. Uh, <laughs> and, and I need the listening audience to understand that. Listen to what he's saying. Go ahead. In America. <laughs> in yep. America. So, and I go on Facebook. You know, that's all you can do to... I don't drink, I don't smoke, you know, to relieve the tension, you know, read people's story, laugh. And then I go back on LinkedIn. Right. To go apply for jobs or to go find professional connections. And I got tired of doing that. Right. And I called one of my friends who is now a director of IT in Maryland and said, hey, hey boy, can we just do an app that's going to combine social with professional networking so that we can stay in one place and still do social? And then we can still apply for jobs. Oh, and it's a great idea. Do we know how to do apps? No. He's a computer scientist. <laughs> Does he know how to do apps? No. Okay, let's do it. So we started looking for ways to do it. And you know what? We did that app. We created that app in Android and iOS. 
Right. The app is called Fresh Hires. You can go to fundable.com slash fresh hires and you see the app right there and everything. All right. We created that app and you see that app. If you go there right now, we created that app in 2013. If you look, you see the pictures and everything. It looks like your actual LinkedIn in 2019. That, and so that, one was, that, app. that was yeah, fresh hires. Raise, yeah, we couldn't okay. raise no fund. We couldn't raise no money. No one would give us money. No one would help us out. So that died. So every single time I was going on LinkedIn after that, I was so, I was sometimes I cry. Sometimes right. I'm like, what? This, I mean, so we spoke to a lot of people. And at that time, people said no one's going to combine social with professional networking. It's not going to work. But, but you see what we're, we're using LinkedIn right now? You see the way right. it works right now? Because we saw the future and we created it. Right. And that's what I'm saying about black people. If we had created that company at that time, if people had supported, right. because at that time, LinkedIn was just text and resume. Correct. Text and resume. No videos, no pictures, no documents, no like, no comment, no share, no groups, no nothing like that. It was so boring. And then Microsoft bought LinkedIn. And that's what saved LinkedIn from going out of, you know. That's correct. That we're here. So, so I've been here a little while to understand this market and everything. And then doing this helped me because we built everything from scratch. To understand all the different levels and how you need to build your help, how to set up your team, and what you need to look out for if you're hiring people for your for your for your job, you know the different stages in doing your you um, your user interface, user experience design, um, business analysis, Chrome Master, um, project management, writing your test um, scripts, and all that stuff. So. The fresh hires got out of plan for that, even though it didn't work. That set up the foundation Correct. to build these things. After that, I built a dating app, which is African Loving. Okay. I was named it Niger Loving, and I made it African Loving. All right. People didn't want to re- because people didn't want to register. Yeah, people registered. So let me go back. Right. We had about thirty thousand people registered. Okay. But I wasn't good at marketing. Okay. I didn't understand what marketing is. And then it's also difficult to convince people to invest. People didn't want to invest in dating, right. especially Christians. I'm right. a Christian and I know a lot of Christians. Right. They didn't want to invest with, in dating or anything, even though they had problems with getting right. husbands and wives. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you right. solving that problem for them, but they still don't want to invest. Right. So one day I said, well, I'm going to shut this down and forget about it. And then... How did melanin people come up? I'm passionate about black people. I'm Same here. Because I'm black. Same I'm here. Black. I mean, there's no. What else can I be passionate about? Right. I want to see my people succeed. Yes. And at the moment, I'm also a CEO of a logistics company that has about hundred, about one hundred to one twenty employees. At the peak of the, um, at the peak of the pandemic, we had almost one fifty employees. Okay. So it's a small business, but I mean, it's it's sizable small business. So I have operations managers, dispatch managers, fleet managers on the team. Um, so I, I'm a CEO of that company. I don't talk about that a lot. Um, so but 95% of the people who work here, they're, they're black people and people of color. So the, 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 we have 
the same problems, the same things, right. and everything. I see those every single time. On my desk right now, as I'm speaking to you, I see I have a lot of stacked up unemployment claims because people don't want to work, right. want to find unemployment. And then after two weeks, they call back and text and say, hey, Yinke, can I come back and take my job? You know, and it's because people don't understand and they don't have mentors. And that's one of the reasons why this, this melanin people has been created. Also, there was a time I was looking for someone to come fix the um, air conditioning unit in the house. Right. And it was going to cost about $6,000. And I'm thinking, this is good money for a black business. To yes. Get. I couldn't find no one. I couldn't. I couldn't. I was looking on Facebook and people tagging people that were trying to message me. And Facebook was putting it in the hot box because they were not my friends. Right. right. I didn't know. Right. And um, I had I was frustrated. The house was getting hot. My wife was, you know, was mad. Right. <laughs> the kids were not feeling good. I had to go on Google. The first company that I found, I called them in. Right. And they sent me a black man to come fix it. But it was a white company. Right. And I was talking to that brother. I said, man, why don't you have your own company? How long have you been doing this? He said, 25 years. I said, what? 25 years? You should have your own company. He said, right. no, 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 no. Well, the guy knew everything about what was going on. He gave me papers. He told me how to save money. And then two days after, they came and fixed it. But that was not a black business. It was $6,000 right. to, to, to a black-owned business because right. that is good money for them to put into their homes. And I could have done that consciously. Right. So that's the motivation. And then. We wanted to start investing in commercial real estate and all that stuff. Right. And we still can't find a commercial real estate mm -hmm. agent. We can do the kind of deals that we want to do. But I know there is one somewhere in America. There should be one here in Houston, Texas. There should be one here in Texas that has connection in San Antonio, Austin, Dallas. But I can't find. I'm like, okay. We went to a website and said, they said they were black realtors, but you have to put in your phone number, right. your email, your address to get information. I said, no, this is wrong because this guy just want to get all this information for marketing. I don't even think there's anyone in the website because he should have, first of all, let me see if there's people in this website before I pay for nothing or before I start putting all my information. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to build one where we can have all the people. And I also realized that on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, black people make it happen. Right. We do all the twerking. We right. Do all the we do all the challenge. We do all the fashion. You go on Instagram right now and you see all the women with braids and cosmetics. And I said, okay, we're going to build one where they can come do all this stuff because we are literally, we're consumers. Let them come consume on Correct. this place and let us have our businesses in the same place where they can buy whatever they want and spend the money consciously into the community. And that is a great so place that's the right that's, here. So that's, that's the motivation. That, and I knew it was going to be a fascinating story. That is a listening audience. You were treated to yet another fascinating story. And at this point, we have come to the end. But, you know, uh, Yinka, we are, de well, we're already in touch through the app. But we're definitely going to stay in touch in terms of you yeah, know, we, yeah, we will definitely, and and we'll be hosting um, the the second melanin people conference. It's going to be virtual. 
and um, I would love you to 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 speak on there. It's going to be virtual. I'm planning it right now. Well, I tell you what, I'm in. You just let me yeah, know the date so. and the time, and I'm in. And uh, at this yeah. point. What I want you to do is, and like I said, with anything, with the exception of a dollar amount, because you've explained it very well, I'm going to say again, listening audience, as the host of the show, I highly recommend that we can't force you. But as he just said, to make a conscious decision to support an African-American business, because this is the opportunity. And the, and he's going to say it in a couple of minutes, but I'm going to say it before he says it. It's www.melanin.com. P-E-O-P-L-E dot com. It's www.melaninpeople.com. Download the app, put your information in there, and you can start promoting your businesses or whatever you're doing. Like he said, DJ, I put whenever. And that's another thing we can't talk about now because I'm running out of time. But um, you play musical instruments, too. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a recording gospel artist. Okay. And, and that's um, I saw whenever you had hit me back on the message because I actually posted some of my keyboard playing on there. And I saw where he had messaged yeah. me back saying, you play? Yes, I've played. I've played since I was eight years old. I've been playing for 50 years, played for 30 years from my church. So I've done the wow. gospel as well. I've done a couple of uh, musical, instrumental jazz CDs. Uh, so, yeah, I do play. So we might even can hook up and do something, get something there. But I don't know. But in any event, this is going to be your opportunity to promote that app and anything else in terms of conferences or or uh, your magazine you can promote all of that i'm going to shut the mic off and give you the opportunity that and then we're pretty much done but we're going to be in touch i've recorded it so it'll be on my youtube channel you will get a copy of the youtube link and the mp3 link and you can share it however you want of course it's going to be on the app but again audience please download that app and and when it goes into crowdfunding let me know yeah, everyone's gonna everyone's gonna know. Oh <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're gonna do a press release. We're gonna do right. everything that we can do. Right. And it's gonna be an opportunity because, um, I mean, right now, valuation wise, it's it's going bonkers because right. when we when we launched, we're following that at about five million. Again, then we had about two fifty people signed up. Um, and the potential estate, and that was the symbol one. Right. And as we speak, we have about seven, eight thousand downloads, getting close to eight thousand downloads on the uh, iOS store. Right. And about four thousand downloads on the uh, uh, um, eight thousand downloads on Android store, and about four thousand downloads on the iOS store. So that's about twelve thousand users um, on the app. So, so also there you go, folks. People that have downloaded the app, and hopefully. So it, it's, so, so you can see the scale. So the scale now is it's going to be about fifteen to twenty million um, U.S. dollars valuation right now. Okay. Um, so we're thinking if I do ten percent for equal crowdfunding, we could raise two million dollars. And if we can spend nothing right now and get to this point, right, two million dollars is gonna break the bank. Right. It's gonna. Is we're gonna we're gonna do a lot with that. And um, so the, the sky the, the sky is. It's just a starting point. Well, I wish so, you yeah. much success. And like I said, take another, take another couple of minutes to um, promote. You can say anything with the exception of a dollar amount, but let folks know once again, because I really do want I mean, my hope is that after this interview, you'll have at least another 10, 15, 20 to download it today, <laughs> and if not more. Uh, so yeah. uh, I'm going to shut the mic off. You get a chance to promote, and then we're done. Thank yep. you very much. So we we want to encourage. I want to encourage everyone to download this app. And it's a social media app 
for the black, brown, and other people of color, and anyone and everyone that loves black people. So this happens for everyone, and it's an opportunity for us to showcase what we are in terms of the black people. We want to be able to showcase the black excellence. So the app has a, a marketplace. When you, want to, when you want to sign up, it asks you if you want to sign up as a personal or business. So we want to encourage as many people as possible to sign up. So if you have talent, you sing, you play, you dance, you're a comedian, you can create a personal page. If you have a small business, you can create a business page. And the whole idea is for us to start telling positive stories about what we do where we're from, and we can do businesses together. So I would encourage everyone to download the app. It's available on iOS. It's also available on the Android store. You can also download the app if you go to our website at www.melaninpeople.com. Our Instagram page has quite a following, about 33,000 people, and it's Melanin People app. You can also join and follow us on Facebook. It's the Melanin People Hub. You can join us and follow us on Twitter. It's Melanin People on Twitter. Uh, and, I mean, that that's all I have to say for now. We can't force anyone to download the app. That's right. This is a revolution, and we will be happy and we'll be glad if you're part of it. And when you join, please. Tell two people. Exactly. Tell a, you can tell a friend and find one of your enemies and tell them. <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely, because I was talking about word of mouth, and I'm telling you folks, that's where it's at. It, I mean, we can spend and pay for advertising, but the word of mouth is 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 the top. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've never seen one, one advert for Clubhouse. See, there you go. It's right. It's, it's the word of mouth I, I, that's I, I, doing I, I don't it. Think, I don't think you'll send one, too. No, I haven't. We so, don't even, yeah, we don't so by all means, let somebody <laughs> know about Melanin People, the app, Melanin People app. Let somebody know about the show on Saturday morning. And with that being said, Yinka, we're going to be in touch. Thank you so much for rising early and chatting with me this morning. I have enjoyed it immensely. I've learned from you. I've gotten a better insight in terms of Africa, because that's one question that's always been on my mind is how do Africans see us? Because I know, like, for me, I'm into my ancestry. I wear my dashi. I got all my African jewelry. I got, I mean, I'm representing. And I'm just kind of wondering, well, how do they see us? Do they look at us and say, well, you know, they ain't real Africans or are they? <laughs> so I'm glad we had that conversation. I'm glad we talked about the perceptions and let folks know, no, African is not Tarzan. It's not jungle. It's not a, African is extremely prosperous. All right. So and, no, no, it's not Tarzan. It's, it's, it's it's the place that you you everyone needs to go and, and oh i'm gonna get there one day god willing i'm gonna get there so help me when this pandemic is over i'm gonna get there at some point when we can travel again because that i mean my trip to south africa got canceled twice but after this pandemic is going god willing i'm i'm getting somewhere in africa <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's it for us this morning, man. Have a wonderfully blessed day, week. We'll be in touch. The interview will be up on the app probably before the end of the day, certainly before the end of the weekend. Thank you very much, Mark Marley. Thank you. Day, you too. Take care.